Of all the questions you get asked every day, this is one you should not ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money. Make sure you are not overpaying. Keep every dollar you are entitled to. Look, I know it's confusing, it's complicated, and it definitely is not fun. That's why at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, we offer strategies to help make sure you're not paying more in taxes than your fair share. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. Call our team at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors today to get started. 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. Do not do the IRS any favors. 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. When you have errands to run, do you like to run all over town or do you try and make as few stops as possible? It's nice when you can get everything in one place, isn't it? The same is true for retirement planning. You shouldn't have to go one place for tax planning, another for estate planning, and another for retirement income planning. That's why Pinnacle Retirement Advisors was started. Gary and Don Crawford wanted to build a company that could help families with all aspects of their retirement planning. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, they're more than just convenient, they're knowledgeable and experienced. To set up a meeting with Gary and Don Crawford and the Pinnacle Retirement Advisors team to talk about your retirement, call 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. One stop for a wealth of retirement solutions. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services, but does not provide tax or legal advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle. I have Gary and Don Crawford from Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. We do this uh, every weekend, talk about money with you. There's a lot going on in the world that's affecting you financially and things to be concerned about. Russia, inflation, price of gas. But before we get into any of the heavy stuff, hey, Gary and Don, how are things going? Hey, how are you doing? Anything cool going on at the office or around town I need to know about since last we talked? Oh, we have one less alligator here in Florida. Oh, yes. A big one, too. Yeah, he was almost 12 feet long and they shot and killed him because, well, I think people started feeding him and he was becoming too comfortable with people. I think so too. So we have a a Silver Springs area here. It used to be a big attraction and you can still visit the park, but they opened the spring up with the river there to kayakers and paddleboarders, which is really neat because the water is like crystal clear. It's beautiful. And there's a lot of alligators and turtles and all this wildlife. But yeah, I guess everybody was feeding this gator. They had to have been. Yeah. For him to be comfortable enough to come up to people and Apparently, he was hissing at a paddle border, so that's when uh, they decided to say, hey, we need to kill Could this. Could you imagine that? Uh. Being on a paddle board <laughs> and a 12-foot gator come up to you hissing at you? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I saw the viral video of that, and uh, she was really cool about it. She just pushed off his head with the paddle board and was like, I can't believe this guy's trying to eat me. I would have been crying at that point. Oh, my just, gosh. But I would not be calm. I don't know if I could have, like maintain my balance at that point i would have oh i know right i know i've been gone (laughs) i've been like uh, there would have been one less person in florida that would have been me (laughs) but the gator didn't actually kill anybody no he was just hissing at her and i think that that point they're potentially going to eat someone (laughs) (laughs) well now we're going to eat him 
Oh, gosh. So here's a few things going on at the office. April 20th, we're having um, a client event. It's our private car show and food truck experience. It's going to be fun for all of our clients and, and they're able to bring a friend out to enjoy the time as well. So we like doing these events for our clients. Every quarter, we'll try to pick something unique just to kind of get back together with them and have a good time because that's a big part of our process at our firm. So um, let's get into the headlines now. Enough fun stuff. Russia, Ukraine, that seems to be uh, having some sort of effect on, you know, our gas prices. And there's a lot of people concerned about that. The Fed says they may raise interest rates any day now. We have super high price of gas. We have inflation. What's your message to people who are concerned right now? I think we're all concerned right now. But really, my advice is to not get caught up in the media Because first, you need to remember that the business models of the media market are driven by attracting, of course, more viewers and subscribers. And the more devastating the news sound, the more attracted you are to watching it, right? Yeah. I mean, it is sad, though, what's going on. I mean, there's no no rhyme or reason for it. It's just ridiculous. They got to scare you into not turning on Netflix. Of course. That's true. And then it's important to be educated on what's going on, but don't dive too deep in it. Don't spend hours upon hours listening and watching. And I know we have some family members that do that. <laughs> but unfortunately, financial news headlines can lead investors to make irrational decisions. And this is due to our psychological hardwiring of our brains, unfortunately. But the average investor has underperformed major market indexes. And why? Because they get caught up in this vicious chain of events and they're trying to time the market and they end up making emotional decisions, which lead to poor performance. Yeah, we saw it with COVID at the beginning of the pandemic when we had the the largest market drop in years, you know. Well, they end up missing some of the best days in the market because they are buying and selling at inopportune times. And this is where working with a financial professional can help you avoid those emotional reactions and keep you focused on your long-term goals in your retirement plan. Yep. Here's the hard part. I know this is an impossible question, but how long are these things going to last? Is this going to be a downturn? If we have a downturn, is it going to pop right back like it did in 2020? Is it going to take five years to come back like it did in 2008? I mean, that's a good question. I mean, like I said, the invasion of Ukraine has been, it's had a huge human impact, but the global economic fallout will likely, in my opinion, remain somewhat modest. According to Moody's analysis, there is a whole write-up in there about that as well. So will it cause an extreme correction? Possibly, possibly not. We really don't know. I mean, nobody really knows. But overall, what we're reading a lot is, you know, things might just be volatile for a while. But again, who knows? The timing's bad because we have to look at this with what's going on over in Europe. And what's already happening and what we're dealing with right now with the painfully high inflation, and we're all seeing it. We've been seeing it for quite a while now. I mean, I saw it at the gas pump the other day. We see it at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And I knew the prices were going up like 60 cents because we had somebody from the store tell us gas is going up 60 cents and and I have diesel and I put $99 in my truck and it gave me 19 gallons. And I think it's over 560, almost $6 a gallon today. So it's going to continue to go up. But if inflation expectations start to rise because of higher oil and gas prices, the Fed has already announced some rate increases, but they may have to be a little more aggressive with some of those increases than they previously projected. So 
I believe that the higher oil prices will put a dent in the consumer's confidence. And, and we're already seeing that. So uh, if you like what you hear and you want to contact them at the office, 352-320-2060. The website is retirementwithpinnacle.com. All right, let's keep on this uh, theme of uncertainty in the economy right now because that makes me think um, one of the other uncertainty questions that we've always been getting is Social Security. Can we rely on that? Is that going to be there? Is that going to be cut? Is that going away? You know, Is it going to be a reliable income source when I retire? I mean, I think we all hope so. I don't know if we can guarantee that. No one can guarantee that. I mean, they've even said it, it can't be guaranteed. But I mean, as long as people are having it, I mean, people right now do have it and it's a sustainable income and it's essential in retirement. And that income, that social security income is very important for a lot of people. But beneficiaries can really rely on that income for their lifetime because it gets deposited directly into their bank account or their benefit is added to a government-issued credit card each and every month. And a great characteristic of Social Security benefits is that it's indexed for inflation. Now, of course, this is- Well, supposed to be. Well, yes. <laughs> how, how good is that, right? Well, I mean, it protects beneficiaries from loss of purchasing power for the most part. But in addition to having inflation protection- a prospective beneficiary who delays claiming their benefits essentially purchases longevity insurance, per se, by allowing their benefits to grow, which increases his or her lifetime benefit overall. Sure. So let's hope it does last. But like I said, there's no guarantees there. It's kind of crazy because last night we had a workshop at even um, a couple of nights ago. And that was something that came up. And I was hearing it from a lot of the people that attended the event yeah. that Social Security is not going to be here. And you don't hear that much from people who are already retired. retired. But yeah, that was a concern, obviously. Yeah, we saw the highest COLA increase in a long time. But inflation was higher than that. So you got a net cut. And if they're going to keep cutting benefits like that, it may make it a little more sustainable in the long term. Plus, at some point, instead of letting the benefits get chopped, I bet you they'd be more likely to just raise the payroll tax like one percent maybe one percent on each side for employer and employee and that would probably make it solvent throughout you know the rest of our lifetimes my guess yeah yeah so in 2022 here we had the largest increase it went up what 5.9 percent and that's been the the largest in nearly 40 years but there's a new bill in congress that they're messing with right now and it's supposed to increase payments by about 2% for the average beneficiary. So like you um, said, James, yeah, I think that, I mean, that's what they're saying. So let's hope it goes through. But yeah, those coal has also got eaten up by the Medicare. So they really need to kind of leverage that out. But yeah, that was my big thing is how is Medicare going to react to that as well? Right. Are they going to kind of take advantage of that situation? Yeah, explain that. The Medicare premium is coming out of your check? Yes, they come out each and every month. So even before you get your benefits, they get it right away. So you don't even have a chance to say, hey, let me hold on to this few extra dollars. Nope, it's already gone. They yeah, it, it is. But for some folks who are really, maybe they're more limited on income and they Social Security is like their only source or mm -hmm. their major source. I mean, there are things they can do within their Medicare plans to help offset some of that premium too. Some of them buy back. Uh, some of the HMOs that are out there will kind of help offset some of that. Well, and there's also Medicaid. And a lot of people think that's for, you know, people with very, very low incomes. But that's not the case when it's time for Medicare. Some people who are 
their only source of income is Social Security benefits, they may actually qualify for some sort of Medicaid where their Part B premium is taken care of by Medicaid. Yep, that's right. All right, I got a fun little story to uh, end the segment with here. When you were a kid, when you were a teenager, did someone ever take you to a bank and you started a little savings account to kind of teach you how interest works, compound interest, or at least, you know, get you saving money, teach you some good money habits? Well, this uh, teenager in Scotland did it, and she's 74 years old now. So she's had 60 years of compounding on this $3 that she had initially put in the bank. It's now worth over $300. And so she just left it untouched, turned 300 into $300. I don't know if that would work now with the ultra low interest rates that we're probably going to get over the next 60 years. They won't be as good as the last 60 years. But I bet you if a teenager right now deposited three bucks when they were 74, they could probably have like four or five. Possibly. I mean, but that's the beauty of compounding interest. I mean, she's fortunate, though, because I know the bank that I use for my son's savings account, they'll begin to charge a fee each month if the account is dormant for over a year. But imagine how much more she would have had if she had been contributing to that. Yeah, right? she kept putting $3 for the last 60 and, years and never yeah, touched it. Right. Uh, that bank account never had to come back from a loss. So that was nice. And it just kept accruing interest. But that's also, that kind of reminds me of some of uh, the same type of accumulation with certain types of insurance. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wouldn't it be a lot easier to save and be a saver instead of a debtor if, oh my goodness, we had any interest rate on a savings account? <laughs> I, know. I know. That'd be awesome. Like back in the 80s. Like how much easier would it be to do your job if you go get like a CD at 10%? No kidding. That'd be that fantastic. Would be nice. right? All right? Yeah. I think I would put a little bit of money in there. Yeah, I think I would too. <laughs> All right. This is Gary and Don Crawford from Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. They've been doing that for about 20 years or so, walking clients through a process to help you come to the right decision for your money, whether Russia's invading Ukraine or the gas prices are ridiculous, inflation's killing us. We got it all. But you can just reimagine your future. Give them a call, 352-320-2060. Retirementwithpinnacle.com is the website. And you should really be interested in calling or going to one of these events. If you're already retired, like recently, or you plan on retiring in like the next five years or so, 352-320-2060, the website retirementwithpinnacle.com. I'm James Parker. You're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle. Of all the questions you get asked every day, this is one you should not ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money. Make sure you are not overpaying. Keep every dollar you are entitled to. Look, I know it's confusing, it's complicated, and it definitely is not fun. That's why at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, we offer strategies to help make sure you're not paying more in taxes than your fair share. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. Call our team at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors today to get started. 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. Do not do the IRS any favors. 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle. I've got Gary and Don Crawford. They're financial advisors with Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. We're talking about money 
Uh, we do this every weekend, trying to parse through different factors in your financial life. And for this segment and probably the next segment, let's talk about life insurance. Here's a good starter statistic for you, Gary and Don. In 2020, more than half of all Americans were covered by some type of life insurance. So apparently a lot of people think it's a useful tool. But the question I want to start with is, do I need life insurance in retirement? Is there some point where I don't need it anymore? Like I have it, I have kids, and I want to make sure they're taken care of if something happens to me. But when they're all grown and my house is paid off and I got a big pile of assets to take care of, the wife if something happens to me do i really still need life insurance well that's usually the mindset right mm -hmm. is we have life insurance because we need it while the kids are young or while we're accumulating assets for retirement so a lot of times when people get near retirement they say well i probably don't need this anymore you know the house is paid for and, and all these different things but it's really going to depend on your situation because Life insurance is one of those tools that can be used as a solution for many situations. And first, life insurance in retirement can be used to offset like lost income. So think about it. If your spouse passes away, there's going to be some income that's lost, right? Mm -hmm. So what can we do there? Life insurance is a great tool for that. We also see it for even like roommates. There's a lot of retired people where they lost a spouse and they moved in with a friend. And it's really just to kind of help reduce some of the expenses I would get in the household and just for companionship as well. But it's also a good resource to use for creating a tax diversification in your retirement accounts. And most people don't think of that. They're like, well, how does that work? So whatever the reason is, you want to make sure you're using the right tools. So for instance, we run into people, prospective clients where they purchase life insurance back in like the 80s or the 90s when interest rates were a little better. And these policies did not have like guarantees set in them. They were pretty much just based on assumed interest rates and they would illustrate everything at like eight to nine percent. And the issue is, is they get older and the policies are underfunded. So if they're using life insurance for an end result, that's something they need to have. You need to make sure that those are running correctly. Yeah, so, many people don't realize that. They we just run think, into oh, it a lot. We paid for this policy. It was this death benefit. And of course, it's going to, that's what they're expecting later on in life. Yeah. So either work with uh, your agent or the insurance company directly, which I recommend, not the agent, and have them run an in-force illustration on your coverage about every two to three years, just to make sure that it's running out how it needs to. But to answer your question, life insurance can be a great tool in retirement. You just need to make sure you're using the right type of coverage and that you get educated before you're making a purchase. And that's my opinion. Well, what are some of the key questions you should ask yourself to determine if you still do need life insurance in your retirement years? Well, for some people, keeping the benefits of their policies in retirement makes sense, but it's always good to get a, an idea for some guidance from someone who actually focuses on retirement finances. But here are a few questions you need to think about. Do you have a lot of debt? I mean, ideally, we always want to retire debt-free, but that's, that's not always, that's the not case. always yeah. a reality. No, it's not. Actually, a 2018 report showed 46% of homeowners age 65 and older still carried a mortgage. And in 2019, 32% of people age 70 and over were still making house payments. And over the past five years, student loan debt held by senior citizens, yes, you heard that right, 
senior citizens still have student loan debt, that has increased 71.5%. That's crazy. I don't think we've ever ran into anybody that had student loan debt yet. No, but you think about people... That that generation may have gone back to school in their forties. That's true. Yes. Yeah. And well, would it count? They probably count if you co-sign for your grandson. Yeah. Oh yeah, possibly. Too. Yeah, yeah that possibly. Could, that could be taken. That's in. what I assume. I don't think Granny's going back to junior college. I mean, she might, but yeah, I, I've seen that stat. How many uh, people on Social Security owe on a student loan? And I think that's what they determined was a big chunk of that was they're paying off their kids and grandkids. Yeah. So keeping life insurance could help keep your family or co-signers from being financially hurt when you die. Sure. Also, another question was, do you want to leave your loved ones in good financial shape? And so not everyone has a large amount of assets, but with life insurance, you can make it so your beneficiaries receive a tax-free death benefit when you die. So if you have a sizable policy, you don't have to worry about cutting back on your own lifestyle or saving every extra dime so that your loved ones will receive something when you pass away. So you can actually spend your own retirement savings and still have something for your beneficiaries. That's a great strategy too, mm-hmm. to be able to leave some sort of legacy that you want to leave and maybe you haven't accumulated those assets. It just allows you to spend your money and, and not worry about that right. and it's taken care of. We're talking with Gary and Don Crawford. This is Retirement with Pinnacle. If you got a question for the show, you want to contact them at the office, 352-320-2060. The website's retirementwithpinnacle.com. And your question doesn't have to be about life insurance. That's just what we're talking about now. So let's ask the next question for Gary here. A lot of people who are, are retiring probably have some type of life insurance policy in place. What should they think about? Maybe they don't want to get rid of it, but they want to convert it into some other type or make it do more. What are some of the options they need to think about? Well, I mean, really, I guess with life insurance is what is your current coverage? You know, what's the purpose for it? Is it for a temporary need, like paying off a mortgage or just while the kids are young or whatever? But Or is it something that no matter how long you live, do you require that guaranteed result? Like, I want to know that when I pass away, no matter what age I am, if I'm 95, 96 or older, that I have a guaranteed result and an end result. So if you already have a permanent policy, there are death benefits for your family, but some can also provide income before death. So there are living benefits on life insurance as well. We're going to get into a little more of that in our next segment, I think. But some of the policies have an accelerated death benefit. So this allows you to like access your death benefit or a portion of your death benefit if you have like a terminal illness, but not just a terminal illness, like they have chronic illness benefits on a lot of the newer contracts, which means if you need extended health care, like nursing home care, home health care, anything like that, some of these newer contracts allow you to access these benefits tax-free to help you pay for these costs while you're still living. So Maybe you have a pension or other retirement income that's for your spouse. Life insurance can help maintain that income if your spouse passes first. And we call this pension maximization. So if you have not retired yet, but you're expecting to get a pension and you're in decent health, we start looking at the numbers and it doesn't always work out. Sometimes taking the pension with the survivor benefit works out better, but we run the numbers for you. And a lot of times you're able to take the full pension amount having a permanent guaranteed life insurance policy for your spouse, which in hand really just gives you more income during your retirement. And you don't have to worry about how you're going to make that up when you pass because your spouse would then get that payout from the life insurance policy. So 
It could also help supplement Social Security income when you pass. And you just need to ask yourself, is there a need for it? And am I using the right tools? Maybe if I have it, definitely review your life insurance because it can be confusing. Uh, There's a ton of questions to go over. Anything else I need to think about? Well, I think about, I know we've come in contact with some people who have a really good income, say both of them have social security benefits, both of them have pensions, but where they lack is their retirement savings. So they could have just a small amount of retirement savings. So where life insurance could be beneficial is that, hey, they can afford a premium maybe every month because their pensions and their income is so high that like Gary said, as far as like spousal income to where paying for that premium each month makes better sense than saying, oh, you know, we can't spend our retirement savings because we have to keep it for someone, the other spouse. Yeah, the what ifs, yeah. Happen. But there also might be some major costs that you might want life insurance to cover. So I know Gary had just mentioned if you still have a mortgage. So if you still have a mortgage, your life insurance could help make sure your spouse won't lose your home after your death because they can use the policy proceeds to either continue making those mortgage payments or to pay the mortgage off. And then also, you know, maybe you want to leave your kids and your grandkids some proceeds to help pay for their college expenses because college is expensive now, right? Yeah, Yeah, it sure is. All right. Anything else I need to know about the whole life insurance thing? Because coming up next, we're going to get into one specific type, the index universal life. So can you just give me like a brief overview of what all the categories are? As far as life insurance? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean- There's all sorts of life insurance. And maybe even though you're retired, maybe your parents purchased a policy for you when you were a kid. And we see this a lot Mm -hmm. where they still have these older policies where, you know, the cash values as much as the death benefit on them. And we've actually seen the cash surrender value is higher than the death benefit and the cash value. And what that means is there's values inside of the contract. Your surrender value is how much you would get if you pulled it out. And we've actually had people where the cash surrender value was higher, much higher than the death benefit and the account value. So we actually cashed them out. They cashed Yeah, the so you would be a fool out. to not cash it out, right? Yeah, right, because right. you get more money when you're alive than if you pass and away. It, if but your you dad passes known. away, then you lose money. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, and you would have never known that unless you reviewed it. Yeah, but yeah. those are older whole life policies. You have term insurance, which term insurance is a great option for somebody that just Needs it for a temporary 10, 20. Well, more of people have. our age. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, people our age. And people uh, our age. That, that have children still. Right. If you're trying to save for retirement and you just want to have something that's affordable, that has a high death benefit, that's usually the best way to go as you're younger and, and trying to accumulate some assets. And it can be used for business, uh, key man insurance. If you have a self-employed and you have a business partner or or somebody that's really key to your company, you can insure them to make sure if anything happens to them, the business will be taken care of during that transitionary period of, of whatever it might be. You just have to keep in mind at the end of that term, whether it be 10, 20, 30 years, that's it. You don't get any benefit. Right. Are you going to require it anymore because the premiums go up like crazy after that? Then you have universal life insurance. That's uh, what I was talking about earlier, where everything's based off of the assumptions of an interest rate. Some of the newer policies over the the years have uh, provided some guarantees, but not all life insurance is guaranteed. Even index universal life insurance. These are more for people that are trying to accumulate some wealth while they have a death benefit. And not all of these have a guaranteed death benefit as well. So you want to make sure that your policy has the benefits in place, the features in place that you need and you require when you're purchasing a product. 
All right, that's Gary and Don Crawford from Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. If you want to call them at the office or got a question for the show, 352-320-2060. The website's retirementwithpinnacle.com. Coming up next, we're going to dig a little deeper into those universal life policies that we've been talking about. Coming up next on Retirement with Pinnacle. When you have errands to run, do you like to run all over town or do you try and make as few stops as possible? It's nice when you can get everything in one place, isn't it? The same is true for retirement planning. You shouldn't have to go one place for tax planning, another for estate planning, and another for retirement income planning. That's why Pinnacle Retirement Advisors was started. Gary and Don Crawford wanted to build a company that could help families with all aspects of their retirement planning. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. They're more than just convenient, they're knowledgeable and experienced. To set up a meeting with Gary and Don Crawford and the Pinnacle Retirement Advisors team to talk about your retirement, call 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. One stop for a wealth of retirement solutions. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services, but does not provide tax or legal advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle. I've got Gary and Don Crawford from Pinnacle Retirement Advisors in studio. We're talking about life insurance, but if you have a question, on anything financially related. Their financial advisors have their own firm and everything. 352-320-2060. Their website is retirementwithpinnacle.com. So uh, we've been talking about insurance and I'm just parsing through all the different types because, you know, I, I hear these names and people have talked about it and I'm sure I've looked this up before, but I just didn't, don't memorize everything I read. But I have been seeing, uh, noticing in commercials at least, a lot of ads for not just universal life, indexed universal life IULs so let's talk about this one and how it works yeah IULs have become very popular and really what they're used for but how they accumulate interest is unique as well and I'll get into that with you in a minute but really there's a lot of different types of life insurance so like you said James it can be kind of confusing especially if you don't do it every day but IULs are really a product that's used and designed to help you build wealth. I know that sounds crazy, right? Well, why would I use life insurance to build wealth? But actually, life insurance is one of the best options for safe accumulation in retirement. I mean, back in the 80s, when interest rates were so high, we talked about that a little bit ago too, right? I mean, interest rates were 13, 14, 15% in the 80s. Well, guess what? Life insurance was paying that too. So the government stepped in, the IRS, and said, hey, we're going to put mandates on how much money you can put into these because it's too good of a deal for people. So you want to make sure, first of all, that they're ran right. But what they're really used for, again, is to build wealth while you're just kind of accumulating. You have a guaranteed death benefit there. And it also helps people with some tax-free income options and tax diversification with your retirement resources during retirement and pre-retirement to make sure that you have those later down the road when taxes are higher. But how the policies work is they put a portion of the premium payments towards the cost of insurance, because obviously there's an insurance premium inside of the contract. And the rest is added to the cash value part of the policy after there's fees deducted. And then usually on an annual basis, it's almost always annual, the cash value is credited 
with interest based on the increases of equity indexes, like equity indexes such as the S&P, the Dow Jones, NASDAQ. There's multiple, multiple indexes. There's a lot of unique ones as well now. But most of these just, they're going to give you the upside. You're not going to get any of the downside. So when you purchase the IUL policy, you're getting a permanent form of life insurance that as long as you pay the premiums. Now, not all policies I mentioned before have the guarantees. So you want to make sure the policy you're working with or the contracts you're working with do have some guarantees in place because people are living longer. I mean, my papa will be 98 this week. Isn't that crazy? 98 years old. So people are living longer. And then the death benefit, the insurance portion that's paid out to your name beneficiaries when you pass away, again, keep in mind, this is all tax-free and this avoids probate. It's not going to go through probate or anything of that sort. So the tax-free benefit's huge. So think about that. You're accumulating assets. If you die premature, you're getting this larger chunk of money tax-free for your spouse, your beneficiaries, when you haven't accumulated all this yet. So it's a great opportunity for folks to use this as even as an option for like a Roth IRA, um, even though it's not really an Roth IRA, but it does give you some of the same features. Well, there's no risk of market downturn that we all need to remember. Right. So with these products, you have the power of zero. So what I mean by that is no matter if the indexes are up or down, you're never going to get credited a negative return or nothing's going to be deducted. So you're only getting upside. So they average these indexes out and they give you the credit. So it's a great safe money option for tax-free accumulation, income, and a death benefit. So there's a lot to them, but that's really kind of the gist on how they work. Well, in addition to that, they could take a tax-free acceleration of the death benefit to help pay for long-term care as right. well. That's right. Yeah. So it sounds like these things have sort of a hybrid of like some of the features of fixed annuity, some of the features of a Roth IRA, and it has a death benefit. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. They're, they're pretty unique, but you need to make sure that they are illustrated correctly. They're funded correctly because I have seen some where they were just illustrated way out and there was promises from a representative who sold them and they weren't meeting the needs. These are things that have to be reviewed and updated as well. So these are great tools, but you have to make sure they're being funded efficiently. All right, that's Gary and Don Crawford from Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. The phone number is 352-320-2060. The website, retirementwithpinnacle.com. All right, let's do the imaginary T-chart in our head, and I want to do the pros and cons list of an index universal life policy. Don, you want to start with the pros first? Sure. So you always want to understand both sides before purchasing any type of policy. But the pros of an index universal life policy higher return potential, right? greater flexibility, tax-free capital gains, no social security impact. That's huge for some So people. if you take the income from it, yes, it's tax-free, so it's not going to impact your, your overall income. right? And then it has a death benefit. Now, the cons on that policy are caps on returns, and there's no guarantees of interest rate returns, and the fees and costs can be confusing. Right. So the caps, though, they're not bad. I mean, I just had a review with some clients just this last week who have had a contract since probably 2016 or 17. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they've averaged since they've had it over 7%. I think it was 7.04% has been their average return. And this last 12 months, and think about it, all the volatility we've had in the market, sure. they still earned over 9% 
on their S&P index yeah. last year in the last 12 months. Not a bad deal. Not at all. You know, I mean, think about it. I, I think most of my interests last year got wiped out on my brokerage account. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is safe money. They're earning those type of returns with no downside. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Is that all the pros? Can we get into the cons? I think she went over the cons too. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> the cons were caps. So the caps yeah, on the returns. Caps on returns. So that's it. it. Yeah. There's not a lot of Well, cons. then there's no guarantees. I mean, nothing's guaranteed though. I mean, even the stock market. Right. Anything so, in the stock market, it's not guaranteed. Right. I figured that was assumed. <laughs> yeah. So the interest rates are not guaranteed because you're not getting just a fixed rate of return like you would on like a regular universal life policy where you're getting right. 3%. But what is 3%? You know, so these are ways to capture the higher return. But yeah, you're going to have caps because the insurance companies have to make money too. Think about that. These actuarians are sitting back there trying to figure out how can you make money and we make money too. Well, they got to have something there. But I mean, heck, if I got 9% and the insurance company kept another 6 or 7%, I wouldn't really care. Right. Well, you that's know. not a lot of cons. What about the fees? Are the fees ridiculous or something? Uh, the fee structures, your first 10 years in the contract are, are the highest. But if you average out kind of, um, let's say, 20, 25 years, I think the average fee is about 1.6 when you look over like a 20-year period that you pay per year on it. The first 10 years are high, though. But when you start uh, going through all the years and you average it out, it's really not bad. So, All right. So currently, I I have a term insurance policy, and it's just, you know, making sure the kiddos are okay if something happens to me. But as I graduate into this next level of financial planning, like when do I need to start setting this up, a universal life policy? Well, if you're still working, like there's a lot of individuals that we work with and even ourselves, like we cannot contribute to a Roth IRA because there's income limits for a household or a single individual if you're able to contribute to a Roth. So these are great options. If you're working, you're self-employed, or maybe you just make quite a bit of money, even if you are maxing out your contributions on your 401k and you say, hey, I still want to save some additional money. I max out my Roth, my 401k, anything I can do. This is another good option to give you some tax-free, tax diversification in your retirement portfolio. So again, if your income exceeds the limits for a Roth, you should look at an IUL as an option. Definitely. If you're between the age of 59 and 72, So at 59, you're able to start taking distributions from your qualified accounts, 401ks, 403bs, TSPs, you name it, all these accounts without having that 10% withholding penalty. So if you're between 59 and 72, 72 is when you have to start taking mandatory distributions, you have a lot of wiggle room right there to do things like Roth conversions. And Yes, you could do a Roth conversion into a Roth and still have it in a brokerage account, but you still have risk and volatility at play. This is a great option for folks when you're doing a conversion because you're putting it in something where you get upside potential only. You have that power of zero. You can't go any negative returns. You're never making up from a loss because we know break evens. I mean, if you lose, I'm just going to use 50%. It takes 100% to make that back up. Mm-hmm. It really does. So, you know, try and think about you know, what the losses take to get back up. So these are great opportunities, but it's going to also give you that upfront death benefit. It's going to give you tax opportunities, which are great for tax-free accumulation, tax-free income, tax-free accessibility for extended healthcare, long-term care, things of that sort. But 
everybody wants some tax-free options in their retirement. And most people have very little or no tax diversification at all in their portfolios. And that's really what we see. The majority of people's assets are in these taxable or tax-deferred buckets, and most of them are tax-deferred. So you're really just delaying taxes. So these are great opportunities for people to look at as an option for some tax-free growth. All right, that's Gary and Don Crawford from Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. It's kind of the things we talk about every weekend. And like, how does this weave into some of the bigger questions that we cover on the show? How much should you save for retirement? Where should you save it? And how do you make sure it'll last? How do you get a good start on a retirement plan if you're a little late to the game? How does all this weave together? Well, saving is a good start. It's a really good start to getting ready for this next chapter in your life. But you need to do more than just save. You need an income strategy after you stop earning that regular paycheck. And if you're listening to us right now and you don't have an income strategy, we invite you to call us so we can help you create a budget to figure out how much you're going to need for retirement, the retirement that you've been dreaming about. We'll also help you uncover the main risks posing a threat to your retirement, including inflation, stock market volatility, potential tax increases, and skyrocketing health care costs. We'll help you learn about the options for generating income in retirement. And also, you can learn how to keep your current standard of living in retirement, even as the costs keep rising, You know, especially right now with all that inflation. But then we'll also teach you your options to, for helping to protect your family's future with possible life insurance solutions. And it's complimentary to do this analysis, and there's no obligation But this is for listeners of today's show who have saved for retirement. Call 352-320-2060 and ask for your retirement income analysis. The things we talk about, the strategies we use are designed to help make sure the money won't run out no matter how long you live in retirement. We aren't doing this to make you rich. We want to help you make sure you don't end up outliving your retirement savings. Our phone number again, 352-320-2060, or you can go to our website, retirementwithpinnacle.com. All right, that's Gary and Don Crawford from Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. We'll be right back with Retirement with Pinnacle. To attend one of Gary and Don's seminars or to schedule a meeting with the team, visit their website, retirementwithpinnacle.com for more information or call 352 322060. Of all the questions you get asked every day, this is one you should not ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money. Make sure you are not overpaying. Keep every dollar you are entitled to. Look, I know it's confusing, it's complicated, and it definitely is not fun. That's why at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, we offer strategies to help make sure you're not paying more in taxes than your fair share. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. Call our team at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors today to get started. 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. Do not do the IRS any favors. 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. 
Hey there, you're listening to Retirement with Pinnacle. I'm here with Gary and Don Crawford, their financial advisors with Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. If you have a question for the show, you want to contact them at the office, 352-320-2060, the website retirementwithpinnacle.com. So they get questions each and every week, some of them through the office, some of them through the phone, email, through the show. So we like to uh, print some of these out and go through our Retirement with Pinnacle mailbag. Yeah. Hey, real quick, James, before you do that, what you just said. So people listening, I mean, you don't have to go online or call to schedule an appointment. I just had a phone call with somebody who they downloaded a guide after a radio show and we emailed him and he emailed me yesterday Mm -hmm. asking if we could just have a phone discussion. And we did. And we had probably a 10 minute phone call. I answered some questions for him and he's actually a, a little younger. And he is going to get with his wife and they're going to come into the office and see us. So you don't necessarily have to just schedule an appointment. Like it's a big, scary thing. It's not. Just call us and we can talk about some things. Might be able to answer a few questions for you. And then that's where some of these things come from. So go ahead, James. Okay. First question. This one says, I've heard you talk about annuities on the show, but I don't know where you stand with them. Do you like them as a retirement tool or not? Well, in the world of finance, Annuities are not technically an investment, but annuities are insurance contracts and they're designed for retirement and other long-term needs. However, that does not mean that annuities shouldn't be a part of your investment portfolio, nor does it mean that it should. But that being said, your personal investment objectives, as well as other factors like your age, your time horizon for investing, And your risk tolerance is going to determine whether an annuity is right for you. And we find that annuities make sense for many of our clients, not all of them, but many of them. And in those situations, we do utilize them as retirement tools. Yeah. And that's where we're going to be a little different. And I tell people this when they attend one of our events, we're a little different than some of the brokerage firms or some of the big name accumulation uh, financial advisory firms, you know, around town or anywhere, Mm -hmm. because we're a duly licensed firm. So we work with insurance products as well as the investment products. So annuities can be a great tool for some of your safe money, some safe accumulation, the indexed universal life we talked about earlier, there's indexed annuities as well. And they don't guarantee a certain rate of return, but you, we usually see, you know, anywhere from three to 5% on those a year. And that's not guaranteed, but that's usually what we see with those type products. And then there's CD alternatives like multi-year guaranteed products, which are a great option for you because they're usually going to pay a little higher than the banks too. So, mm-hmm. but insurance companies are who they're backed by and they've been a great tool since as far back as the depression. Well, again, it varies from situation to situation because we will get some clients that come in and say, I don't want anything in the stock market. Sure. So in that situation, yes, they're very good for those clients. Yep. The zero risk people. Correct. That's right. And they're out there. There's a lot of people, they worked hard. They don't want to lose anything. So I'm getting closer to that every day. (laughs) All right. Next question from the mailbag. Can you have too much life insurance and how do I figure out the right amount of coverage? I don't really know if I would say you could have too much life insurance. It really depends. So what you can be though is insurance poor. Yes. And you don't want to be insurance poor, right? That's where people just want to, maybe their biggest focus is taking care of their grandkids or their kids and they're not living their 
lifestyle that they could be living. They're, they're paying premiums. Yeah, they're paying premiums instead of enjoying their retirement. And I've seen it. I've seen it with life insurance. I've seen it with long-term care insurance where people just have these huge contracts and they're paying these huge premiums and there's really not a need for that much coverage. So yeah, I think you could have too much benefit from time to time and it's really just going to play into, okay, how much are you spending? How much is this affecting your retirement by paying all these premiums? Because again, guys, listen, you worked hard your whole life to put all this money away so that you could have the retirement that you've imagined and you want to have. You don't want to be strapped, you know, deciding on if you should go to dinner one night because you got to pay a premium for your kids on life insurance when you already have some things they're going to receive. Right. So what's, what's your objective? What is your objective for having the life insurance? And so that's something to take into consideration. Don't be insurance poor. <laughs> right. I guess as long as you can afford the premium, it's all good. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so here's one that's not so fun. We'll give it to Dawn. Okay. My husband died about a year ago, and I've been managing as best I can, but I'm still not sure if his financial advisor is a good fit for me now. He got along great with my husband and was helpful in the immediate aftermath when my husband died, but we don't really communicate very well. Should I get a second opinion on my retirement plan? Yes. Communication. Get a second opinion. Okay, think about it. And women, I think it's women more than men. If you had a hairdresser and you didn't feel comfortable with them and you couldn't communicate with them, would you still go to that person? No, you would find someone else. Yeah, but, you don't want a bad haircut. No, time, right? no. You got to come home and fix your hair after you leave. Yeah. <laughs> so being comfortable with your advisor and being able to communicate with them is a must. And this is something that we are so passionate about. But let me just say this. This is not uncommon because 70% of women fire their financial professional upon the death of their spouse. And the key factors that are responsible for this is lack of attention or responsiveness from that advisor and the misreading of the client's expectations and goals because men and women, or just even if it's a woman advisor talking to them and everyone's goals are different, right? So if they're not listening and you're not able to communicate with them on what your needs and goals are, you're sitting in front of the wrong person. And yes, go out and find one that you can communicate with. No, that's key. And a lot of times we'll see this and we're told this often, Mm -hmm. like more times than not, To where when people decide to work with us, it's usually because the husband and wife had a conversation. This is for married people out there where they had a conversation and she felt comfortable Mm -hmm. with us. And that's why they worked with us, because he wanted to make sure that she's taken care of and she's comfortable with whoever they're working with if they're no longer here. Right. Because statistically, men, you're supposed to go first. And really, the wife is the one that's left with making these decisions. It is. And that's why we make sure that we communicate with both of them equally. And when we ask a question in the office, you know, how does this make you feel? If just one of the husband or the wife gives an answer, after their answer, we're going to ask the other spouse as well. How does it make you feel too? Because it's not just a one person thing, because there's usually one person that pipes up, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's the husband or wife. And it's important for us to understand how both of you feel with things. That way we can kind of guide you the best possible. So, yeah. Well, you compared it to a hairdresser. I've always thought it sounds like the process of getting a doctor to where you would think, you know, I just need the right medicine or I need the right surgery. What does it matter how I feel about this person? But it's really such an intimate thing. 
and people pick their doctors based on whether or not they communicate well with them or whether or not they like them. And you would Absolutely. think maybe a financial advisor is similar because it's a spreadsheet. It's just a bunch of numbers. Who cares who plugs it in? But it seems to be a big deal with people who come in the office all the time. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a big deal for us too, because if we can't communicate with somebody, we can't work with them. Yeah. Know? Well, going back to the doctor thing, if you're not comfortable with that doctor you're, or that surgeon, are you going to let them perform surgery on you? No. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And as intimate as it can be to have someone digging around in your body, it's uh-huh. also uh, intimate to have them digging around in your, in your finances. Like I wouldn't show anybody like my bank ledger. There better be a really good reason like to get a mortgage or something. I'm not showing anybody that. It's very personal stuff. Yes, it is. Well, James, you're not going to have very good luck working with a financial advisor. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You need to find someone that you're comfortable with. That's right. All right. One more from the mailbag? Sure. I think we have a few minutes. Yeah. All right. I want to time my retirement so I don't have a gap in healthcare insurance between my employer-sponsored plan and Medicare. But I'm also getting really worn out with my job. Are there other options or do I just need to keep working until I can get on Medicare? You must be a teacher. <laughs> We've heard this yes. from teachers so much lately. That well, this is, is probably a, anybody that wants to retire before no, 65, know. right? I know yes. it is. I'm yeah. just messing yeah. around a little bit. But no, that is the big question because we all know that healthcare cost and insurance before Medicare is expensive. Astronomical. But there is something in place. So keep in mind, if you're retiring prior to Medicare and maybe you're going to have another job, maybe you're not, maybe you're just going to retire. Keep in mind, there's health insurance through the marketplace. So it doesn't matter. You could have a million dollars in savings. You could have $2 million in savings. You could have more than that. But they base your premiums off your income. So if you're able to have some tax-free resources like Roth IRAs or indexed universal life insurance where you could pull some of your income from during this period of time, maybe it's two or three years before you go on Medicare, then that's not going to count as income for you. It's tax-free. So you're able to supplement income off cash savings, life insurance, cash values, like I said, Roth tax-free opportunities during that period of time to keep your income down to where you could qualify for a very low premium through the marketplace. We have clients right now that we work with prior to retirement and they're now retired. She actually just went on Medicare recently, I think in the last year, but prior to that- She was paying about what, like a hundred bucks? She was paying like a hundred dollars or less for her health insurance premium. So if we can time it right and you have some other resources, or even if you don't have the resources, really just kind of look at prior to retiring, making that decision- what would my income look like? And we can help you walk through taxable that. Taxable income. Yeah, your taxable income. What's that going to look like? And we can hook you up with an individual that can look at, hey, this is how much based on your income, your projected income, your premiums will be. From there, you can decide, hey, does this make sense for me to retire now or do I need to wait? But one thing I would say is please don't go without coverage for a year or two. No. Uh, that's not a very smart thing either because- my luck is uh, something would happen for sure. You know, Dawn sends me to the emergency room like once a year. I don't send sure. him. No. He ends up having to go on his own. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's great opportunities there. So don't let that completely keep you from retiring because, again, there's opportunities. But before you make that decision, you need to understand what that's going to look like so you can make a decision with some facts on the table. 
For nearly 20 years, we've been doing just that, walking our clients through our thought-out process to help them come to the right decision for inflation, market volatility, and making sure your money lasts. Reimagine your retirement. If you're already retired or going to retire in the next five years, I want you to pick up the phone today and give us a call. We're here, 352-320-2060. Or you can go right to the name of our show, type it in your browser, retirementwithpinnacle.com. You can go to attend an event or schedule an appointment right there on the website, or you can just shoot us an email, info at retirepra.com. That's info at retirepra.com. All right. Thank you very much for your time, guys. That's Gary and Don Crawford from Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. And this has been Retirement with Pinnacle. Thanks, everybody. Do you need a second opinion on your retirement plan? You can't get a second opinion from the one who gave you the first. So call Gary and Don Crawford at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, LLC, is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, LLC, are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors LLC is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, LLC. This radio show is a paid placement. For more info, visit retirewithpinnacle.com. When you have errands to run, do you like to run all over town or do you try and make as few stops as possible? It's nice when you can get everything in one place, isn't it? The same is true for retirement planning. You shouldn't have to go one place for tax planning, another for estate planning, and another for retirement income planning. That's why Pinnacle Retirement Advisors was started. Gary and Don Crawford wanted to build a company that could help families with all aspects of their retirement planning. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors. They're more than just convenient, they're knowledgeable and experienced. To set up a meeting with Gary and Don Crawford and the Pinnacle Retirement Advisors team to talk about your retirement, call 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. One stop for a wealth of retirement solutions. Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services, but does not provide tax or legal advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Of all the questions you get asked every day, this is one you should not ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money. Make sure you are not overpaying. Keep every dollar you are entitled to. Look, I know it's confusing, it's complicated, and it definitely is not fun. That's why at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors, we offer strategies to help make sure you're not paying more in taxes than your fair share. 
It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. Call our team at Pinnacle Retirement Advisors today to get started. 352-320-2060. That's 352-320-2060. Do not do the IRS any favors. 352-320-2060. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.